This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, December 8th. Corey, it's that time again for another athletic director check around. We talk with activities directors every Friday morning on the morning sports desk. This week, we are joined with Greg Johnson, the activities director over at Verndale Schools. And hey, Greg, thanks for waking up with us this morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks, CJ. Hey, uh, Greg, let's just dive right into it. On top of being activities director, you're also the head boys basketball coach. What's the the breakdown of that boys basketball team in Verndale this season? Well, uh, we've we've started off the year at 0-3. We had a pretty heavy schedule right away. We we started last Friday, and uh, um, we played... uh, Sorry here. Uh, we 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 went Friday, Monday. We were Monday in Parkersbury, and last night we lost Woody to Deer Creek. So we started off zero and three. We are uh, one of our returning uh, returning leading scorer from last year. Sean Smith is out with an injury right now, and so we're we're revamping. We have uh, we have a lot of new players into the lineup. We have some seniors. We have some kids who are really working hard. Uh, we really appreciate how hard they're working, but. Uh, we got, we got some work to do. We travel to Isle tonight to play Malax, and uh, hopefully, hopefully we can show some improvement there. And let's talk a little bit about the girls' basketball team this year. Kind of had some nice wins to start off their campaign. How are things? Like, what's that outlook like uh, for them? Uh, they're playing well right now. They had a they had a nice win earlier in the week against Wadena Deer Creek and a. In a closely contested battle here in Verndale, and so they started off the year three and one. They host Sabika tonight in a uh, conference section matchup, and and uh, those two teams always battle when they when they play each other, no matter what the records are. So that should be a good event in Verndale tonight. Had a lot of success in that uh, Bertha Hewitt Verndale Parker's Prairie wrestling program, Greg. I know one of the uh, wrestlers, did I see 175 career wins the other day? Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. I believe it was uh, Dan Revering or David Revering. Yeah. Uh, who, David who, out of Parker's Prairie, yeah. That's right. How's that, uh, yeah. that Raider wrestling program this year? They, I, they, they look to be uh, strong again. Um, right now they've been going through some illness. They, uh, they had five, five starters out of their lineup, I guess the other night, um, homesick. Now they go up to the Sertoma tournament up in, uh, Grand Forks, uh, today and tomorrow. So, so, uh, hopefully those, hopefully that, that, uh, illness bug has passed through that team and they're ready to turn the corner. And, you know, we're already into that winter sports season, Greg. You know, as an activities director and getting stuff ready, it's been easy on your part. You haven't had to worry too much about snow and travel and all that kind of stuff. But just how exciting is it to see kind of uh, winter sports pick up again at Verndale? And just what do you like uh, just about kind of the atmosphere at the Verndale gym and and, and things like that? uh, How excited are you that uh, all these sports are picking up again? Uh, One of the things, as soon as winter sports starts back up, I think uh, the mood in in the hallways during the day picks up. People have things to do. Um, I think a little bit more down to business with kids. Kids uh, a little bit more serious throughout the day and uh, smile a little bit more. So it's yeah, it's the winter season gets hectic and busy for everybody. But at the same time, I think people are much happier when 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 we're when we're off and going, and everybody's got stuff going on. 
Greg, how do you feel about CJ jinxing the rest of your winter sports season by saying you don't have to deal with any weather? I was really disappointed that he said something about the weather. <laughs> weather's been awesome so far. So, uh, is there anything else that can hold off until we travel to Isle? So. Is there anything else happening around Verndale this winter that, or, or even immediately this week or next, that we need to know about? Well, one thing we did join uh, our with uh, Wadena Deer Creek um, Rhythmettes. Um, and we have a couple of dancers that have been dancing over there, and I think they had, they started off their season well um, over in Holly. I think the JV won, and the varsity took fourth over there. So, so that's been a that's been an addition to our our activities department. Uh, we have our band and choir concert coming up next Thursday night. Um, uh, our winter band and choir concert. So, I know that. Uh, our band director, um, we have a new band director this year, Mr. Adam Holper Turvala, and he uh, he has the band uh, playing very good. And our choir director Deb Hudson does a fantastic job with our choir, so that should be a good concert too. We're talking with Verndale Activities Director Greg Johnson joining us on the morning sports desk. Hey, Greg, we appreciate the time. Thanks for giving us the check-in and all that's going on with Verndale Athletics. And uh, you know, for the second time today, I hope I didn't jinx you. I know. You're good. You're good. So thanks, guys. We appreciate the coverage. All right. There goes Greg Johnson, Activities Director at Verndale. Hey, Corey, what did you think of that interview there? <laughs> well, it was funny. He, you know, he, he played it off so nicely, the the winter weather uh, uh, jinx that you, that you dropped on all activities directors around the region. So I do... Uh, <laughs> He just played it cool. He just answered that question like it was business as usual. But, you know, deep down, I think you knew what you were doing. I think you you think these ADs are getting off a little too easy here by as we start approaching mid-December. Oh, don't worry. I like I, trust me, as somebody who's uh as somebody who's talked to ADs, as somebody who's talked to coaches, uh, I think it gets made up for in the winters or in the spring sports season, <laughs> or as we like to call it here, second winter. Uh, so whatever day, I, I want to say that we're getting kind of repaid, if you will, for all those long winter days we had earlier in the year in like late March, April, some of those things. But part of me feels like it's just going to get paid back later in the season. So Yeah, I hope know. everyone's ready for ice out after Mother's Day. You know, who doesn't want to be on the lake ice fishing for the walleye <laughs> opener in May? <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Cool to get the check-in. I really... Um I really like these. I like these AD check-ins around the region just to see where everybody is at. I think it's it's fun to uh, keep up to speed with that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I think it's important, and I, th- I really like doing this. It's really fun to get to kind of just go around the region and to talk to all these people and kind of get a little bit of an insight on what's going on with them because we go to games, Corey, and we do a good job of going across – our listening area, but also sometimes you get to just talk and get an overview of the entire athletic department or even like uh, Greg was talking about, there were some activities that are going on at the school. You learn that just kind of little things here and there about what's happening that's really fun. So we we really like doing these interviews and we appreciate all our ADs and specifically uh, Greg Johnson of Verndale for the time. Hey, Corey, let's do a couple things here quickly. The Vikings are going to play on Sunday against the Raiders yes. in Vegas. Yes. So, you know, they are, should we, win. are we all in on Josh Dobbs if we're going in Vegas terms? Are we are we uh, soft-pedaling him? Are we betting the over? Are we uh, saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? What are we... Uh, 
what kind of Vegasisms are we putting on Josh Dobbs this week? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna check and let someone else race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. My my plan is. Uh, is uh, if we can check around the table uh-huh. uh, uh, with Josh Dobbs, that's the, the going to be for the better for Vikings fans. If somebody uh, if somebody raises our check, it might be a little rough go. Yeah, um, I like Dobbs. We've we've talked about him plenty on the air. We've talked about him plenty off the air. Um, here are some things that are absolutely true about Josh Dobbs. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. He performs amazingly well under chaotic situations yeah i'll give you that he's he's physically uh gifted uh to understand how to make plays and keep plays alive uh under duress sure um the the he is more than willing to give up the ball uh, yeah either throwing it directly to the other team or being a little in those moments of duress being a little loose with the football and not tucking it in. Well, it is the Christmas season after all. It is the season of giving. We do appreciate that. The Vikings have been doing it all season long, but you know. He is one uh, how many teams how many teams are in the NFL? 32? 32. He is one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. He's also been on an eighth of the teams in the last calendar year. And, and that is especially true when you consider how many starting quarterbacks are hurt this season. Right. Josh Dobbs is 100% a starter in the NFL. Even if all of those other guys weren't hurt, Josh Dobbs should probably be a starter on one of those teams. And an important distinction, we're not saying high-end starter either, just a guy There are 32 starters. He's one of the 32. But he's just one of the 32. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a... Um, you know he's he's would probably fall somewhere in the bottom half uh, of, of the thirty-two starters in the league. So I, I don't uh, anybody who was going way overboard on Josh Dobbs out out of the gates forgot that what was happening was just was really fun. But it wasn't like there's no way that was gonna unless you fell into some sort of miracle situation. And falling into some sort of miracle situation doesn't happen very often, right? Right. New England lands a miracle with Tom Brady. San Francisco seems like they land a miracle with Brock Purdy. Um, those sorts of situations just don't happen very the often. The Vikings in 2018, uh, 2017 had a miracle with Case Keenum. A miracle with Case It just is not a thing that happens very often, but that doesn't mean he can't be very um, good and structured and, and help you win games most importantly don't contribute to a losing effort you know right. what i mean there's uh with the old adage of did they did this team win the game or did the other team lose the game and i feel like the vikings have oftentimes lost right you know they've handed games over to their opponents this season um to bring it all back around to the raiders their vikings are better than the raiders they should be they should be. They should win this game. Coming off a of bye week, too. They should win this game and get back on track because it's going to be, by the way, go time. They're at Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati maybe found something last week with uh, whatever his backup face is. Jake Vikings legend Jake Browning. That's right. Um, and then it's Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit to close things out. Green Bay's red hot. Detroit can't f- lose, it mm-hmm. seems. Um, they need to figure this one out. They have to. 
So one more thing that I, I, I want to mention. I think the Vikings do win too, by the way. I think it's like any Vikings game, it's going to be way too close for comfort, yep. but I think they should win. Uh-huh. Uh, one more thing I forgot to mention, Corey. Uh, I'm doing some uh, girls basketball tonight locally. We got some games back on the air. It's my first call yep. uh, of the uh, winter sports season. And New York Mills and Wadena Deer Creek girls basketball at the WDC Middle High School tonight. New York Mills to start off the season is one and three. They just got their first win of the season on Tuesday nice. against Sabika. Otherwise, they've had losses to Underwood, Park Christian, and Manoman Wabin. Uh, Wadena Deer Creek is two and one to start the year. We just talked with Greg earlier that that one loss came on Tuesday night against Verndale, a 57-54 win for the Pirates. Otherwise, the Wolverines had a 58-44 win over Pine River Bacchus and a 64-30 win in Staples Motley, last, both of those games last week. So, and we'll see what happens. Now, both these games, Corey, I should mention on the Minnesota Scores page that I'm looking at, I don't know what their next game is. I don't The, the schedule's not completely loaded in. I'm, I'm unsure of why, but... Not on the state high school league, but the Minnesota scores site. No comment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I get to I get to go back in the gym tonight. Maybe this is it. Maybe maybe the maybe season's Minnesota over. Minnesota scores is predicting another worldwide pandemic, and oh. tonight is the last night of the season. I thought I was thought. Keep you were your gonna... eye on the news this weekend. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> 7.15 pregame, 7.30 tip-off on KWAD. Uh, a couple more cleanup things on statewide sports, Corey. The Minnesota Timberwolves won on Wednesday night. They're number one in the West still. They have a two-game lead, I think even three-game lead, depending on how some of the games shook out over the last couple days. They play in Memphis tonight. Memphis is one of the worst teams in the Western Conference. Steven Adams is hurt. John Morant suspended. They're a team that's already kind of looked like they've just given up. On this year. Yep. So, so hopefully the Wolves take care of business and win tonight. The Wild lost their first game of the John's, uh, John Hines era yesterday. So wah, wah. so I guess, uh, you know. Back to two games under 500. Back to, uh, there we go. Uh, so we'll see how the, they rebound after this one. They're at Edmonton tonight, at, 8 o'clock start. All right, good chance to bounce back. There we go. Some other things very quickly. I've got a quick moment. Go for women's basketball, host Purdue on Sunday. Go for men's basketball, host Florida Gulf Coast tomorrow. Uh, we talked about the Vikings at the Raiders on Sunday. That's a 3 o'clock kickoff. And um, uh, NDSU won last weekend on a blocked, was it extra point? The NDSU devil magic continues. Goodness gracious. So who do they do They have? They're going to South Dakota to play the Coyotes. Coyotes. Oh, the Coyotes. The Dakota Dome in Vermilion. Beautiful Vermilion. Beautiful. Did you see that controversy where NDSU fans found out the password to get in to buy early access tickets was just the word playoffs, so they bought it all up and they had to <laughs> shut it down? That actually happened, so good job, Bison fans. Awesome. Uh, embarrassing those USDs. Uh, <laughs> I got to go. There goes Corey Tackman. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, December 8th.